Time for Isa Type. Isa Type's one from set flushing. Vega one. Where's he come from? Vega one's got up and one. And incentivized. What a star. Won the Caulfield Cup. Or oh, Mystic Aroma. Three lengths in. There go, you mug. Hey there, mugs. It's that time of week again where we come to you via podcast format through the ears into the brain because you've got about half an hour of listening to the three greatest minds in racing, really. Um, so, <laughs> Bean, Lloydy, I'm hoping that you guys have three guests that are coming on the show because I don't know about myself, but I don't know about you two either. Yeah, we're a bit of a query. I think there's a. Um, I think we might have a few gear changes if um if we're the three best minds in racing. But um yeah, we're here. Um, you haven't mentioned it yet, but the weekend of racing coming up: Malulabar Cup up here in Queensland, a couple of Group Ones over in Perth, and um the rest of it's pretty scary. <laughs> and mate, that's exactly why I didn't mention it because I was sort of hoping that you two would just steer the conversation away from this weekend's racing because Lloydy. They nailed it. There isn't a lot to get excited about. Uh, no, the sickos, no doubt, will be excited about this weekend. Um, so, you know, come come three o'clock Saturday, I expect that we've all had a thousand bets and um, <laughs> we're, we're either down in the dumps and we're going, why did we have a bet? We knew we shouldn't have. Um, but, yeah, look, it's, it's a little bit like that this time of year, isn't it? Like last weekend, Cranbourne Cup and the Hunter, um, you know, thanks to Valana, that sort of, bumped that meeting up a little bit but um bean was pretty stiff with Kazalark there in the the spring stakes i'm pretty sure that was your around the grounds bet wasn't it yeah i think so yeah well you, you gave it a push but you tipped something over in perth which was good we went toe to toe yeah it went like a bust to that ass too <laughs> back in the back in the ruck i think um was it uh, uh the, the the leopard the print on. Yeah, couldn't couldn't see what was going on. I think I thought it won the race or something, but it ran about seventh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, speaking of Perth, uh, believe it or not, there is a Group One uh, this Saturday out there, the Railway Stakes, which uh, we'll get to in a minute. But this is probably the one where we don't have a lot of Eastern Border representation. Uh, it wouldn't be a Group One without Chris Waller coming to town, of course. So he's got he's got Yonkers in, which is a twenty dollars shot. Uh, Alaskan God, your favourite at four fifty. So probably sums up the fact that no one really has much of an idea of what's going to come here on Saturday. Yeah, a bit like that, isn't it? It's a, uh, it's a pretty wide open field, isn't it? I, we sort of turn into Perth racing experts for about a month of the year, and it's about this time. So I guess if you, you know, we've been we've been following it closely, and maybe we've got half an idea, but. Um, a race like this, yeah, pretty tough. I'm hoping that um, I'm hoping that it's sort of on speed dominated again at Perth on the weekend. I've had two bets. Um, Carly's Karma, the main one for Summer Dickinson, and um, Sean O'Donnell, who I think he's won two railways. He wrote it's a him uh, to both of his railway wins. So hopefully Sean can get his third. Um, she's just a good mare on the way up. I think she'll bowl along at it up on the speed and give him something to run down. And the other one, mate, you mentioned it actually from the Chris Wallyard Yonkers. I think he's the sort of horse that can win a race like this. Him with 56 and a half, been racing well lately, second at Gunstock in the Kungi, a uh, length and a half behind Star of India. And he's a shocker who came out and ran, um, did he run second or third in the, the champion stakes the other day? So that form looks all right now. And I think uh, might be a little bit of a set play to send the old boy over there. Yeah, well, he, I mean... 
his form's as good as anything coming through this race. You yeah. get a, you get a bit of that younger crop that does come through. Um, another one that we we just know and love, Search and Rocks has to go in there <laughs> for Mozza. Unfortunately, Elite Street's not going around again, which it's always <laughs> grand final time next week. But absolutely uh, pulled our pants down last week because, as you said, Lloydie, we become absolute WA experts. We are most of the year round, but these. You know, these three weeks is really when we, we come to shine. And last year, we were all over this girl. Didn't actually make it to the uh, the railway last year where I think we were keen to follow her in. Um, but then last start... Did, we she the, did she win the WA Guineas on this day last year? Uh, I'm just going to say yes. No, it would have been the... Uh, she's an Oaks winner. Uh, yeah, but you're right, going back further. Champagne Phillies, Group 3. Oh, look. Whether the race that was last weekend. Whether it's yeah, that's right. But um, yeah, no, it was the champions Phillies. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So I think uh, I think that was the the discussion this time last year. Went to went to that race rather than the railway where she would have gotten in um with absolutely nothing on the back. But anyway, here we are a year later. Last week I think we just got caught in Piker Mania. You know, first Saturday back at <laughs> Pikey, uh on the uh, absolute death ride of a devoted at a dollar. 12 if that in the last um and we forgot that we can actually do some form around around pike because pike's going to start two bucks in every single race will be so yeah bean group one fever mate wa fever how have you seen um, uh, the group one yeah i'm real keen on tricks of the trade mentioned earlier um for webster with troy turner on board it was a certainty beat last start it was um back in the ruck only got clear late and absolutely exploded to the line barrier eight i reckon it can sit just off them um it's a it's a huge bet for me in this race tricks of the trade i think it's a i think it's a really nice play it'll just be winding up late and probably knock them off in the final 50 i would say but um yeah i'm keen 550 second fave thank you very much and of course, there, mugs. If you are listening, you got to have the saver on the uh, the bean method, which is whatever Chris Parnham's on. And thanks to <laughs> us, uh, he's on the favourite. So it'll actually work out well if we tip that in there as well to to get the jam. But there we go, mugs. We thought we'd start hot. So please stay listening because we're going to a ripper edition of a Sunny Coast meeting, the Malulabar Cup. So. As everyone's well aware, we are Brisbane racing specialists. We have our hand at Ascot. We have our hand at Morpherville, Hong Kong, you name it. We've got our hand in all the pies. But this week, we head up the sunny coast. There's uh, there's a couple of decent little races that we're going to touch on. But, Lloydie, I might get your scope first because you're all about data and sectionals and this, this, and that these days. must be just because you're a guru. Let's just put it there. Mm. But race number five, we've got a horse called Golden Boom, who there was always a bit of hype before the debut, came out and warranted that hype with a maybe a five or six length uh, demolition job, hands and heels. $1.50 goes around, race number five. You're going to actually see his level with some horses like all that pizzazz. Is this thing just better than the rest? And are we about to see the next big thing maybe in Queensland racing? Yeah, actually, I had a, a message from a good friend of the show this morning asking what my thoughts on the horse was and, you know, thinking it was quite short. And my response was, it's the next Winks. Um, so, you know, slightly exaggerated, but... Um, was, that, know, uh, was that friend Bean that tested you? <laughs> <laughs> no, close. Um, the... Don't lob me in with him. No, 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 not a him. Uh, um, 
the the data um fastest to the 600 on debut um out of for the entire meeting and then was third quickest last 200 at the entire day and the only two horses that ran home quicker than it in the last 200 on the same day went 15 lengths and 11 lengths slower um to the 600 compared to benchmark average whereas he went two and a half lengths quicker than benchmark average and he's still run home pretty similar time so he's gone out quick he's finished off just as quick i just think he if he doesn't lead Johnny Rocker, he just gets a trail and he'd probably be even better with a sit. He dead said he didn't get out of first gear on debut. I know it was a bunch of yaks that he beat, but geez, he still got to beat him and beating him by that with those times, and, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and like lapped them. Yeah. Dollar fifty, it's it's a bad. It's an absolute multi banker. Uh, and well the questions will be answered too, because even the, the stable mate, which is which is always the worry with uh with the golden runners, yeah. but the only blemish on its record is that second to Northern Express on debut, which uh, I'm pretty sure was a pretty tough watch if you're on all that pizzazz that day. But we sort of know what Northern Express has been able to do even last week, beat a, a pretty damn good field at uh, Doombin. So, Bean, is it, uh, is it a fill up your boots there as well for you? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with Golden Boom. I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good bet. But um, yeah, all that pizzazz is probably. I mean, there's the race like like you're a bit of a fan of Thelwell. It sort of never really runs poorly, and then a Jameldi as well is one of yours at a bit of a price. But um, yeah, you can't sort of go around Golden Boom. I think yeah, just take the dollar forty five, whack it in with tricks of the trade, and boost that price. Yeah. Adam and a I probably I probably thought it was um I probably thought Johnny Rocker was the was the danger well not the danger but your exact a horse like you go through his summer carnival uh winter carnival for me won that um i forget what the name of the race was that um he won on stradbroke day there but you know that was a, a pretty handy all the way win at, at long odds he'll be rolling along on speed and very lockwood absolutely airborne at the moment yeah yeah the the oxlade there mate and uh well beat beat a couple of horses calgary stampede for the snowdens come out and done some things um, yep. I think more, I think, was pretty uh, popular yeah. in the two-year-old season as well. So some some real depth with the form lines if uh, Golden Boom yep. can get the job done. I think um, I think Robusto was in that race too, and it, it was started favourite in that spring stakes on Saturday. wasn't beaten far. Yep, 100%. I think there's probably a little bit to, uh, you know, TJ maybe debuting the horse at the Sunny Coast last start there as well. He probably could have picked, you know, a Saturday race in town, but maybe just to give it the look of the track for the next couple of weeks up there too. Anyway, that's just astute training that we're all over there because we're the mugs and we're on the absolute pulse. Uh, so, boys, a couple more listed features, believe it or not, at the sunny coast. You wouldn't know about it until we've told you about it. The Swiss Ace Plate. Um, former winners, uh, I've got no idea, but... It seems to be a handy, pretty addition this year. I guess the spruik is around G Sweet Bell, um, which, well, everything that went wrong went wrong last start. Melbourne Cup Day, an absolute horror of a day for everyone. This was the get out of jail card. And I tell you what, the curries in jail is not, a, you know, two words that belong in the same sentence because it was a hard watch. <laughs> Meet Simplify here again, who's your second favourite in the market, but a pretty deep field, um, albeit you got the Curry runner at two bucks, Bean. Is that where we're playing again? 
Um, yeah, it gets a weight swing. Simply Fly is just a first-up horse, I think, as well. I think that's the system with it. If it's if you are going to back it, it's first-up only and then bin it. I don't think it wins again on the weekend. Um, I'm with G Sweet Bell, but the best value in the race, oh, I can't believe I'm even going to say this. I think it's I think it's probably Master Jamie. To be honest, like even over the even over the shorter trip, in with fifty seven and a half kilos, like it's not. Yeah, there's a bit of that. There's a bit of that action there, I think. But but you look at it like it's. I mean, every we talk about it all the time. It's carrying, you know, four hundred and eighty kegs plus the weight of the jockey, which is normally ninety every time it runs up north, comes down here uh, over the over the shorter trip. But it's had a it's had a little bit of success, I think, with um. Bubba Tilly on board. It's it's half a hope from Barrier Five. It'll lead them off, and if it gets its own way, and we get one of those sunny coast tracks where it's on pace, and they just seem to can't seem to make ground, I think it's a, I think it's a bet first up. There you go, Bean. You must have messaged Lloydie earlier because I tell you what, mate, you... I didn't, I didn't, I, I had to, I had to announce it on the potty as a surprise for him, but I don't want to be at his house because he might be a bit more excited than he was earlier. Well, lucky, lucky, <laughs> there'll be plenty of this. Yeah, I say, lucky you don't need to type any responses here, mate, because I'm sure your fingers are a bit sticky after hearing that, Lloydie. The champ, how's he going to go? Uh, well, they were talking that Graham Green wants to get him out over 2,000 metres, his prep, and his trial last time out was pretty plain, so I was sort of happy to be against him, um, which is a bit of a str- strange thing to say for me, really, because I, you know, I, he's a good horse. He's a Rocky Cup winner, so it takes a good one to do that. Um, best of the day territory here for me. Um, uh, Goldsboro, Ben Thompson, Gary Duncan. Um, this horse just flies at the sunny coast, flies fresh. He's never missed a place at the track, never missed a place when first up. Um, and all of his runs at the sunny coast have been over the thousand meters. He was a, a pretty dominant winner, I thought. First up, uh, was it first up or was yeah, it was first up? No, it was he ran second eloquently first up, then second to the big goodbye dips, which and then came to the sunny coast and beat Archer's Paradox on um. That was Calandra Cup Day. Um, and then one again at Doomburn, beating Safework. That form, you know, Safework, that was when he was running behind Uncommon James and and Co. Um, his trial was good behind 15 rounds, who won yesterday and absolutely gapped them at Doomburn. Um, I just thought this guy, I know he's probably a little bit better with his toe in the ground, but, you know, the sunny coast is a track that, you know, it's not like it's Eagle Farm good for, it's sunny coast good for. I just think, it, the speed will be on. He's going to get a lovely run from the inside alley and he should be too classy. Mate, how have you not tipped Joy C. Ballard? It's, it's almost better than Millennium Territory for the second uh, start in a row with this horse. Because I don't, I think, I think Goldsboro, he's, he's a five year old, only had 13 starts. I think he's had a few issues early on. Like, and you go back through his early on form, like he was beating Isotope. Um, like I, I think he's a, I think he's a seriously good horse. He's just had a few issues, and last prep suggested that he's worked them all out. I, I just think, he, yeah, I think he's proper horse. Proper horse, eh? Uh, well, I think this mm. one's a proper horse too, mate. Just beating uh, Zoo style. You can't even compare apples with apples here. If it gets its run, it'll do all right. Interesting note. Uh, Kingston's here now with the Kendrick Yard, so another why yes. first up horse. Any, I haven't heard any gossip about the stable change there, but. Obviously, something's no. going good. All right. No, maybe it worked out that it's no good. Yeah, maybe. Should we start a rumour? <laughs> Nose roll, tongue tied. Jeez. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I've actually just heard that uh, they don't want any greys in the O'Day Hoisted stable, so they've actually just cleared out their stock. So it's a bit of a uh, touchy, controversial subject there with horse. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we don't want to touch on too many greys, do we? Uh, no. Bigger and better, boys. That's what we do here, and that's what the Malula Bar Cup is all about. Uh, go through this list of winners. I tell you, where do you want to start? <laughs> Someone start. <laughs> The winner is actually Linthorpe Lad, which famously, Lloydie, I think it was mainly you and myself, uh, decided to pot the, the Shiite out of this horse, wondering if it's a favourite. Since then, it's put two to, two together. It's looking for three in a row. You've got last race Larry on board. Uh, it's got a, a failed attempt there at the sunny coast, but I think the secret's probably been the dry tracks this prep, which looks like we will get sort of the good three, good four there at the sunny coast there, Lloydie. Yeah, um, he's flying this horse, and um, you know, usually when when Kevin Kemp's horses are going good later on in their prep, it means they're going really, really well. Um, that's when he sort of tends to get them. Sorry, when they're going good early in the prep, it tends to be a sign that they're flying because his horses often take a bit of a you know time to get fit. So fifth up now, um, certainly hard to beat without revenge down to fifty two kilos off a really good win last start. Um, I, th- I think that's the way I'm going. He carried 59 that day at Doombin over the over the mile. He gets him with 52 kilos here, um, and you know he was a he was a winner at his at the track in his Australian debut. David Van Dyke had a win yesterday at Doombin. I think uh, stable's going well, horse is going well, deserved four dollar chance. The one that I give a bit of a chance to at odds is um, the eight. She's a gift for Chris Wallace, Sammy Collard. I think I had her as. I actually think I made it my best of the day when she ran third at like $15 behind Tycoon, Evie and Zing um, on whatever day that was in July. And she, was, she wasn't she was disgraced at Rose Hill first up behind She's a Belter. Um, she got beat three and a half lengths, but um, it was pretty stiff. If she, She'll cross from the wide alley and she'll be in front for a long way, I would have thought. So backing those two. Mate, because, um, yeah. There's a system up there, and it's um, experience at the track, and that is gave us up. I know it was um, it was a bit ordinary last start. This is its what fifth run for the prep, and it's gone 1113.14 mile Eagle Farm. That was behind Linthorpe Lad, who yeah, it's I mean the fact that it's favourite shows the class of the race in general. It's pretty weak for a Mullabar Cup. There's definitely been way better additions over the years, but um, three from four of the track. I only missed a place. That was last last start here. Absolutely flies on a good surface. I know it's drawn pretty poorly, but Jaden Lloyd is airborne. Shout out to the young man. He's flying. Had a good weekend, good Saturday. Um, but I think gets back if the pace is on. Pardon? Filled your boots on Saturday. Yeah, filled my boots on Saturday. So very, very happy. But, um, yeah, look, I just think there'll be plenty of pace on here. If we can cross from the wide draw, barrier 16 is not the worst at the sunny coast. And I think it's um, I think it's a real live chance. At the $16, it's just overs massively. Yeah. Oh, that's, has to be in your that's disappointing, mate, because I'm bloody on it too. So, yeah. Oh. Mm, yeah. Yeah, Jay- That's good. Uh, uh, yeah, no, you're right, Ben. We need a we need a bit of vibe here. Like you, you sort of just were going through the stats there a bit, putting me to sleep. So I've got to build you back up. <laughs> Is Jade Austin the newest member of uh, the T Bar Mafia, mate? He's been getting a few rides for the T Bar crew. 
Yeah, mate, he's flying. I don't know what he's doing up there. <laughs> Maybe he bought a house up the hill or something like that. He's preparing for his <laughs> preparing for a victory in the King of the North. <laughs> well, that's it, mate. Your your mafia boys and girls, they do what they need to do to win. And they win it. That's all that matters, mate. But yeah, Bean, I'm I'm with you too there as well. Uh I think uh I can reiterate just a good sunny coast horse, this thing as well. It started a three dollar seventy shot last start with Linthorpe Lad there in the market at three dollars as well. So it was definitely fancy that day. Um, and gets about a four kilo swing off that um off that last start too. So I'm thinking that just didn't go to plan their last start. Linthorpe lad's fine too, so it was a good win. But no, nah, mate, you're you and I have uh we're finding a bit of bit of value this week um if the money comes to because they're a betting stable too aren't they the Baldwin camp they generally if the money's on it's a pretty good put it's going all right too and there's been a bit of early few early dollars getting thrown about yeah well when the mafia is on mate you're on so i better put a bit of a each way play on now before you get your your t-bar boys and girls onto it hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right uh well Lads, let's. Uh, we're actually just going to piss off from the sunny coast because that's sort of the day it looks to be up there. But was there anything else that's on the card that tickles fancies, or are we going to go uh, get on the private jet, go down to the Ballarat, and have a look at the cup down there, Lloydy? Um, yeah, look, there's one that I just wanted to give. A, have a, I've had an each way bet. Race six at the sunny coast. Um, race six horse eleven Fleetwood Macca, um, Benny Thompson, Steve O'Day, Matt Hoisted, Barrier one as well. So hopefully. Barrier one and Ben Thompson is the combination of the day. Um, this horse was good, winning first up at Eagle Farm over the 1,200, um, beating Checkers, Mystic Aroma form. Um, he now gets out to the 1,400, which I think would be better. He's two from two second up. Um, I, I just think he's the horse that um, can roll along from the inside alley and um, be pretty hard to beat there in race six. Bit of specking too, 12 and 8.50 with our good friends. Thanks there, good friends. Bean, what about you, mate? Anything else from the sunny coast that you need to tell us about? No, there's nothing um, nothing really exciting me, to be honest, mate. It's not it's not a card I'm keen to bet on. I, I don't – I go – Lloydie's the Sunshine Coast mastermind. If I, if I can tip one winner on the day, it'd be a damn miracle, in all honesty. Hey, miracles do come true sometimes, mate. Yes, that's true. <laughs> now, look, you're right. I think there's uh, – it's one of those, the form's a bit from everywhere as well. Like, obviously, uh, you know, if you're racing at Doomman every second week, it's pretty easy to match a lot of them up. But apart from sort yeah. of the main couple of races, yeah, I found that it's it's a it's a full-time job to look through the form this week. And we just don't have the, the patience to do it, to be honest. It's not even yeah. it's not even top quality, though. Sometimes it's top quality on that card, and it's like the real good horses from Brisbane go. But it's really sort of like, I mean... No disrespect to Linthorpe Lad, but the fact it's favourite for the Moolabar Cup's a bit like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Seems, uh, seems a bit of a random, let's just chuck this cup meet here kind of. Meet. Yeah, that's what, it, that's what it feels like. It feels like it's unplanned and then the timing of the horses that are going is sort of like, oh, well, we're up, we might as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I we'll, think um, we'll I think Hillcrest Avenue in race two as well, back to the sunny coast. It'll, it's just a sunny coast horse. Mate, if you wanted to tip the whole card, you should have shouted out and we could have actually done, you know, the proper show. No, no, just, it's just, just fun to throw in, in the numbers. Just a value hunter, mate. I'll, we'll move on to, uh, to a Ballarat Cup, Lloydie, because I know there's a horse in there that you absolutely love and we are starting to tiptoe on the, uh, the RQ programming argument, which uh, apparently we know better, but we don't know better, right? Yeah, mm. correct. 
Banker's Choice, Nick Lloyd. Tell us about this horse and are you on the Sir Rupert Lee colours? I am on the Sir Rupert Lee colours. They're hanging up behind Master Bean. Um, yeah, Banker's Choice, I like this horse. Hasn't won since he's been in Australia, but I don't think you can say he's a non-winner. He's had 18 starts, won five of them. Um, yeah, all of his runs here have been those flashing light runs, but... You know, he ran sixth in a Doncaster beat and 2.9 by Mr. Brightside. I'm thunderstruck. Um, first up behind, I wish I win, who's come out and won a Golden Eagle. Seventh in a um, in a Sir Rupert Clark. Call sign Mav ran second in the in the Cranbourne Cup last weekend. Um, and then, you know, you, he, all that form's just really good. Second of my Oberon in, in the Crystal Mile. And last start, three and a half lengths behind Zaki Mawanga. He's finished alongside Enemo there. Um carrying half a kilo more than what Animo carried in the champion stakes. Um, I think I think that form drops to 57 kilos under the um, whatever conditions it is. I'd imagine it's, it looks like it's set weights and penalties. Polly Gray with 58 kilos, him only with 57. Stays at the 2,000. It looks like it'll be wet, which is going to suit him. Um, yeah, they put up $8 on Monday in the in the early market, which I took. That was, that was a gift, Four fifty now. Um, I think he, he'll be going very, very close to winning. If the rain, if it pisses down between now and then, the forecast doesn't really look like it will. It's heavy eight to a soft seven. But if they get a bit more before Saturday, I think you've got to have something on Polly Gray. Yeah, I agree with that. The, ra- the rain yeah. comes. You have to bet on Polly Gray. Um, I'm Polly Gray and Max Choice are the two. Mm. I'm with a tissue. Um, jockey change yeah. is a bit of a query, even though you get D Oliver on <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's because the, that's because the mastermind jumps off. Um, it absolutely gapped them last side of the two thousand. It beat um, it beat a few of these in that same race on Champions Day. Um, and then I think one of the horses in that race was about seven point seven lengths behind it. The map ran at Morfordville yesterday, and it absolutely brained them. So it was about a four length gap job over there at Morfordville. So I I rate rate the former and Banker's Choice. Obviously, that's top line Group One form. But I think a tissue's probably it's well enough in barrier six. The conditions aren't really going to change too many things. Soft or heavy decks, it goes okay. And I just think Chris Waller is probably, you know, uh, Chris Waller, my Eustace, best distance trainers in the country. So um, probably two of the best trainers in the country, in fact, as well, while we're here. But um, yeah, I'm with it, 370. I would, I'd be happy to say the best two training combinations. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I probably land with the tissue. I think you're right. If the rain comes, uh, Polly Gray looks to be a bet. Saver for sure. I think a few punters are thinking that because there's been a bit of money for Polly Gray. But tissue, two from two at the 2002. And last start was its first go at the 2000 when it's uh, been here in Australia. And, geez, they came for it that day. And, Lloydie, I don't know uh, how much you're looking at this kind of stats, but actually ran a faster 2000 than the champion stakes on that same day of tissue. So maybe there's a bit more credit in the win than uh, what the market suggests. And we're probably getting 350 because Oliver's on and not 250 because J-Mac's on B. Yeah, that's right. That, that's the value. <laughs> All right. Probably, probably not, not far, yeah. But, uh, Muggs, before we uh, we move, we've got one more race that we want to look at, and it's it's all hype back in the West. But I think it might be race number three. I'm just triple, quadruple and checking there at Ballarat. Uh, is the reverse way Magic Millions two-year-old race. So 
I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the Victorian version of this race ever does anything in the two-year-old Magic Millions up here at the Gold Coast. So you probably don't even need to watch it. But always one to, uh, I guess, gauge the early two-year-olds at what might be coming up. More so that if you've identified maybe an early horse, you can get some prices. Yeah. Have you got the odds in front of you? Yeah, I do. What do you what want? Price, to what price is the, the topic get along? Get along. So you're going to get along to $10 that you can get along to. Yeah, I'll take that. It'll be winning. Oh, well, there we go. Uh, the favourite in the market, a sassy boom and unraced runner there from the O'Brien stable. So oh, yeah. there you go. You got Tabata set going around. So horse that wasn't good enough to get a race in the Mashani Classic is going around yeah. down there, which is always good news. Uh, before, before we go back to Perth, yeah. are we are we gonna are we gonna give any love to to the gong at Campbell, the million dollar gong? Uh, you can have two minutes on it. Go. I don't even know where Campbell is. Yeah, fair enough. Um, oh, brutality on the well. and the war as well. Brutality on the seven day backup. Um, horses flying. Um, Joe Pride loves the quick backup. The horse loves the quick backup. He's a Villiers winner on the quick backup before. Get down to the mile. I think he's what fourth up now. I think he's come through like the Sydney Stakes, the Nature Strip Stakes, the Hunter last weekend, and now gets to to this. It's a set play. Horse will be horse is absolutely airborne. It'll just win. Yeah, pretty deep field. Is Kiss some able to get a start this week? No, fourth emergency. I'm. I'd be interested. I think. Oh, did I see? It might be in like the race after the Gong. Um, Maybe race? No, it's not. If it if it gets a, if they go somewhere, they have to go somewhere and get its rating up. But the race called the Ingham, which is on the tenth of December at Sydney, used to be the the Villiers. If it gets a run in that, you can get fifteen dollars early markets. That'll be that has to be the target because it gets you a ticket into the Doncaster. So that's a nice race for a horse like Kissam. There you go. Another one for the uh, the futures punters there, Mugs, because we love a big futures play. And uh, <laughs> we've got 10 races there from Kembla. So, yep, you've got the Warra, the Gong, the Boo, whatever they want to call them these days. There's always something. But speaking of futures markets, there's one that's been hovering around for a bit. It's the WA Guineas. And uh, Lloydie, I found a pretty good quote online from some other mob that we, uh, that we have an association with somehow. But this horse, Amelia's Jewel, is absolutely doing scary things at home. What can she do there on Saturday? She's going to be the fill-up, potentially. Yeah, well, what she'll do is she'll get a long way back, she'll hit the line strongly, and she might just miss is the way I'm seeing this race. Um, I actually, I'm, I, early in the week, if you had have asked me on Monday who I would be backing, I'd say Bustler, the unbeaten gelding. Um, Stevie Parnham for Father Neville Parnham, but I've gone away from it a little bit. And there's a horse that's always shown plenty of ability. Its name is Swear to God from the Russell Stewart stable. Sean O'Donnell, he can go, he can do the big double, I think. He can go Guinea's Railway double with Swear to God and Carly's Karma. Still a cult, so they'll be wanting to get, you know, a bit of the group two black top um, by playing God. Um, this bloke, drawn barrier number seven, he's just going to jump, roll towards the front. I think he'll be in it for a long way. His run last start behind big screen playing Marika wasn't too bad with 54. Before that, he was a winner over the 1,200, $1.85 favourite that day. So, you know, the market's always liked him. You're getting $16. I 
370 the place. I think that's the bet. Yeah, now um, we all know um, we all know uh, Chris Parnham's Neville Parnham's favourite son. Um, Bustle's been put on. Um, Steve's been thrown on that, just like oh, this is what you get, Steve. And Chrissy Parnham's on Snowdome Barrier Ten. Um, a bit of a lack of pace in the race, I think. Um, a few of these get back. I think Emilia's Jewel's just going to be way too back, way too far back. It'll be posted defence probably, like three pairs back defence potentially, just probably shocking at Ascot. Yeah, well, just just backing in the ruck, and it's going to you know require a genius to get out of there. Patrick Carberry is not one of them. Um, I think <laughs> Snowdome is the bet for me. <laughs> well, mate, it'll be famous last words because he's he's going to pretty much go back to scale. <laughs> Who does the team over there? Scotty and and Britt. They'll go. Have you got anything to say to Bean after that heroic weaving through Magic Amelia's jaw WA Guineas win? And they say. I guess it takes a genius to win a WA Guineas, doesn't it, Bean? Because <laughs> that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, I think this girl is the real deal. This is the target. Forget all the, the hype about Group 1s. She'll win this, pack her up in cotton wool, have a crack at the G1s, righto, whatever, but get her over for maybe an all-star mile next year. That could be a, a potential target, that time-honoured race, believe it or not. Are you really Are you really that, that adamant of how good she is? Yeah, I obviously listened to too many bloody interviews on the radio from the trainer who's given it the biggest spruik you've ever seen. He reckons this thing's clocking faster um, furlongs than black caviar was at track work. Like nine oh. second two hundreds, mate. Like I don't know how black, black I don't know caviar you... was when black caviar had won her four races, she had like Victorian spring carnival black type. Amelia's Jill's beating like It'd be a costume party. Yeah, but you're racing in WA. What are you going to be racing against? It's a bit like Golden. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. And it got beaten in WA. Yeah, but that was an It was the only horse that made any grand on the day. Like this. Is that not a concern then? So that was that was two Ascot meetings ago when she was the only horse that made any ground. Then last weekend, the horse that beat her that also made up a bit of ground got beaten against the pattern. So that's two from two Ascot leader tracks. Now you're getting a third one, and all of a sudden they're going to be getting back to last and running on. No, I'm, I'm just worried. She probably is the best horse in the race. They're going to. And if the the, the grand stuff, the stuff, this is one of those. All right, we need to make the favors happen. So the sprinklers just magically appear at four a.m. and <laughs> provide a little bit of dew that just levels out that leaders of paradise that ascot normally brings don't worry it'll be back next week for for when cascadian gets over there and and kicks off the turn and wins by 10 um the rails in the true position on saturday i'm just checking to see where it was out six meters last weekend so back to the true were they there yesterday no so if it was in the true last week elite street would have won that's what you're telling me that's what i'm telling you you've been shafted <laughs> message to the grand stuff at WA get it right for Saturday and then get it right for next weekend for the winter bottom, please. Yeah, so that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. It will be. Well, that's that's probably the uh, the recipe from now, Muggs. You got winter bottom next Saturday, and then we go into what is it, the Kingston Town or whatever they call it the week after? Yeah, the northerly and then the gold right. rush the week after that, so. The gold rush, and then the uh, the 
the, and the quokka, the dugong, the whales. Yeah, I was going to say the quokka. The quokka is uh, it's in the autumn though, isn't it? It's not not a part of. Yeah, the, it's, 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 actually, it's the week. I think it's the um the week after, like day two of the championships or something like that. So, good placement. Great placement, hey. Great yeah. placement. I tell you what, racing placement, they do wonders. Those the team, the good guys and girls that wherever they is, they work. Anyway, Mugs, sure does. we might uh, leave that to it because we're about to run out of time. So maybe just your very quick best from the sunny coast, boys. Uh, yeah, Goldsboro in the Swiss Ace Plate. G Sweet Bell, Swiss Ace Plate. <laughs> uh, well, Bean, we doubled up and we got it right last week, didn't we? So maybe that is the recipe. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm better this. I've declared it better than Millennium. I can't not make it Moz's must win, so that'll do. Yep. Thanks, Mugs. Cheers, Mugs. Cheers.